listening to the Dyslexia Mom Life Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Holcomb. You are listening to the 12 Days of Dyslexia with tips and thoughts to navigate your dyslexia journey. On the seventh day of dyslexia, I'm sharing with you all about, well, let's just say it, relationships. I'm going to share with you these relationships that we absolutely need. So when I think about relationships, remember yesterday I talked about the blueprint? Like when you're building a house, what does the blueprint look like? And we talked about building that team. Well, part of building the team is building relationships. So on the seventh day of dyslexia, let's talk about relationships. One is the relationship at home. This is your relationship, your partner's relationship, your children in the home, the siblings in the home, your relationship with your child. And if you listen to the episode about homework, I talked to you a good bit about this because your relationship with your child is the most important thing you can focus on right now. You are your child's first advocate, first teacher, first role model. You are their cheerleader. You are the one that is going to pick them up on the days when it feels unbearable when their friend says something that hurts their feelings. You're going to be there on the days when they get picked for the soccer team and they're so excited, right? You're going to be there in the good days and the bad days, right? It's not going to be, you know, sometimes it may be tough love, but no matter what, they know that they can talk to you and that you're there. So some of the ways you can build relationships with your child It's not easy, right? And not every day is going to be perfect. I get that. You get that. That's just part of parenting. But some of the things you can do to build a relationship with your child is make time for them. Okay? And you're like, well, sure, I need to make time for them. That seems obvious. But what I mean by that is, you know, kids just need a couple minutes a day. They just need to know that you care. And the best way to do this is here's some examples. It could be on the way home from school. It could be pausing the radio or turning down the radio so your child can tell you a story about school that day. They're so excited to share with you. Sometimes they don't want to share, but when they do want to share, let's listen, right? It could be that when you get home, your child is telling you something when you get home from school or when you walk in from you know work or whatever it might be. You know what? Sit your phone down, sit your devices down, sit on the couch, look them in the eye and have a conversation. Okay? Teach them how to look people in the eye and have conversation. Now, some children are not comfortable with that. So you know what your child's most comfortable with. But the main point of that is giving them 100% of your attention. I mean, we're all guilty of uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And you look up from your phone and you have no idea what your child just said. Or you tell your child to wait a minute and it's like 20 minutes later. So part of that relationship building is making time for them, for the little things, for the little conversations. Laying in bed at night, having a conversation before you turn the light off. You know, those little time, those little pieces of time that you can carve out of your day. Part of that relationship building can also be your child seeing you advocate for them, knowing that you're going to be there for them. So relationships look a lot different, especially in the home. It can look a lot different with you and your child. So think about what type of relationship you want with your child. And if you think about it long range, okay, so this is what you can do. 
what you can do is spend, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, pull out a piece of paper and just write down when my child is 25, this is the kind of relationship I hope to have with them. And just write it down. What are some things you hope you're doing together? What are you hoping are the qualities or the characteristics of your relationship? What kind of relationship do you want with your child? That doesn't start the day before that. It starts now. And so you have to be thinking about what is it that you want. And some of that will be influenced by your your own relationships with your own parents and how you grew up and how you want things to be different in your house or how you want things to be the same, right? The things that are important to you and your family. So I would say, you know, spend some time just writing out, you know, what you would want that relationship to look like. And then you can work backwards. You know, if you spend time um, constantly correcting your child, um, you know, they can feel very um, defeated. And so we're going to have to praise the attempts and that they tried really hard. And also focusing in on, at least we do this, in my opinion. I mean, you do what you want at your own home. But one of the things that we focus on is, you know, it's not about the grade It is about the material, what you're learning that you're excelling at, that you're enjoying. But, you know, bringing home an A, I mean, what does that really mean? Yeah, they took the test well, but what does that really mean? So I really want our daughter to find value in education and really enjoy, as much as she can anyway, right? Um, Really enjoy um, inside, like how she, like learning and just being inquisitive and asking questions, So, you know, you have to role model that at home as far as how you ask questions about homework and things like that. And, you know, you are the best person, the best advocate for your child. You know when your child, you know, is is having a difficult day. You can tell. You can tell. And so one of the things that is so important with relationships is starting at home. Now, the other one, as far as the seven days of dyslexia, the other relationship that I would encourage you to you know, if you haven't already, to continue or either start to nurture is the relationship at school. Your child spends the majority of their day at school. And regardless of what you think one way or the other, that is their day, right? That's where they're getting influenced the most. And so we want to not only have the important people at school on our team that we talked about yesterday, But we also want to build really strong relationships so that people feel comfortable when they have to have difficult conversations with us. We want to have that relationship so we can have conversations when we're stuck, when we don't understand homework or, you know, maybe something's going on at home and you want to share that with the teacher privately, you know, whatever it might be, you know, for us, um, gosh, I guess it's been right at a month now, we, we lost one of our dogs and you know, my daughter's school was amazing to to reach out to her and support her. And um, our chaplain, he called and, and prayed with her before he passed. And so, you know, but they were there for her at school and they understood she was in pain and she was hurting. And, you know, it made me have a little bit of comfort <laughs> as much as possible to send her to school because I knew that they were going to take care of her. And although we were grieving that loss, I knew that those relationships were strong and that they were going to help her. 
right? And so it's not always about just academics, right? It's about the whole child. It's about supporting our child, academic, social, and emotional. And so we need to have those relationships at school as well because, you know, you want to know what's going on. You want them to be supportive. And so you really do need to work as a partner, as a partnership. Does that always happen? No, it's not always possible. You have good years and bad years. I get that. I've had those myself as a student. But, you know, I would encourage you, if you're having a difficult time, have those adult conversations outside of your child listening. Because, you know, I've worked in schools where kids came to school and they were just, you know, just really kind of, I don't know how to put it. I guess just be direct with you. They were just were not... Uh, trusting of their teachers. They were, um, you know, very negative, very defiant. And you don't want that. That's just not good for anybody. So if you start off with wanting to build positive relationships, you've done your part. What they do with it is on them, but you've done your part. Because 99.9% of the teachers and, and staff that you meet, they want your child to be successful. So on the seven days of dyslexia, It's all about building relationships, building a relationship at home with your child, so important, and building relationships at school, because you're going to want some of those people on your team. So thanks for listening today. I would love if you would rate and review the podcast so other moms can also find us. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast, because I don't want you to miss any of these days of dyslexia. Have a great day, and remember, you got this. I'll be back tomorrow with the eighth day of dyslexia. Mm -hmm.